So this is the Edinburgh Reporter podcast, and today I'm with... Jill Bradley, artist. Jill, we're standing in a, what used to be a nightclub, which, which is now the um, fruit market warehouse, and uh, you have transformed it. This is the first uh, commissioned work, I think, for this space. Is yes, that correct? Is. Yeah, that's right, yes. When were you commissioned to do this? Well, it's had quite a long gestation. So um, I was first commissioned about three to four years ago when the fruit market had just got um, possession of this building. So you said that, you rightly said it used to be a nightclub. And of course, before then, it was a um, fruit warehouse. It's where all the fruit was stored for, for the markets, which are such a vibrant part of Edinburgh culture. And I remember coming he in here for the very first time. Um, when, when I came in here, there were, there were two floors. So we were standing um, on the upper floor. And then, of course, what's happened with the transformation is that they've taken out the roof. Yeah, and it's so become we've this double height space. That's what I was just going to say. So it's a double height space that we're in. There are some windows onto yeah. Market Street, mm -hmm. but not really much light because yeah. there is an intervening uh, wall. Yeah. So the light is coming from um, neon tubes. So they're not, not all neon, are they? No, that one looks neon because I'm looking at it through your lovely installation. Yeah. The, the, the light is coming just simply from the corners yeah. and a little light coming in over the, over the top here. Yes. But, uh, so it must have been awfully difficult to imagine, though, what you were actually going to do. It was going to be, it was quite hard, but I, um, a lot of my work is uh, looking at uh, structures of growth. So I'm really interested in the structures that you build in order to grow something, be it a plant, um, literally, or also metaphysically, the idea of growing a person yourself. How do you grow? What structures do you need to grow? And I got very, very interested in Scottish growing structures particularly in relation to fruit. So oh, right. So you mean like a polytunnel? Um, not so much a polytunnel. I was looking at more kind of ancient structures like orchards and um, got some of the very early glasshouse structures that you have in Scotland um, and the sort of beautiful history of those because they're all about light-seeking um, because in Scotland you're at the kind of edge of of uh, what's possible for growing because light is plentiful. Because we don't in have in light, yes. Yeah, so it's have, plentiful yeah. in, in for a few months in summer and then it and then it's darkness. So, so is that why this is this is? It's really difficult to describe this for people listening, but this is all on a 45 degree angle. Yeah. There are beams reaching yeah. floor beams to ceiling light. at that angle. Yeah. And then you have, and I'm imagining this is perspex. It's this is sort perspex. of perspex. It's a special perspex. Oh. It's called live edge plexiglass, and what you can see when people come here, they see, is that each of the edges is as if it's lit from within. And what this yeah. material does, it's a bit like a fruit. It um, sucks up any available light in a space, and then it pushes it out at the edges. So, so now that now that I see that, because yeah. the edge is actually a very much different colour from the actual flat part of the exactly. of the, the yeah. live edge perspex. Live edge plexiglass, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's terrific. So it's kind of and it's kind of green. So and it's, it's all green, green, of course. So I kind of, um, this is a hybridised structure based on a number of um, structures I saw in Scotland that were related to fruit growing. 
And in a way, you could say it's, it's an abstract sculpture, but it's derived from um, a distillation of those um, orchards and um, glass house structures and things like that, and I've kind of lent it. So, that, so that's really why it's a bit like a lean-to exactly. because it's on that 45-degree yeah. angle. So it's a bit like a cons you know an old-fashioned conservatory outside yeah, a house or something house. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gosh. And there's also a sense of... Have, I've saw many... Um, and there's been a lot of revival of ancient orchards in Scotland. And I went to see some of the very new ones. And a lot of them are very simple structures that are kind of lines of espalier trees. So I kind of took that idea and then built six of those and kind of lent them against the wall. So it's, if, if you like, it's kind of like an orchard that's been upturned and lent against the wall. There's obviously, there's, there's stuff around. Um, the other thing that I was really interested in with, the, with space is that because it used to store fruit, there's, something, there's a really ancient idea there about the... Um, enclosed garden, the walled garden, mm -hmm. and walled gardens have been very important in Scotland as well because it's about retaining heat. Yep. So I've kind of reimagined the warehouse as a as a walled garden, yeah. but of course it has there's brick walls here, and so it is actually very like uh, an old-fashioned. Uh, they were often brick yeah, yeah, walled, they weren't they? Brick. Rather than stone. Exactly because brick soaks up heat. The heat, and yes. You know, and anyone who stood against the brick wall in the summer, you know that. Yeah. So, so let's go to. Yeah, so where do you have a do you have a, a spot where is the which is the ideal viewing spot for oh you then? Or, or, or I know it's a walk it's through difficult. sculpture, and it's sort of a living yeah. breathing thing. But is there one spot that you think yeah actually that's captured it? That's yeah. where we're. I think um, I think over here is really good actually. Okay, so this I mean, is in the this, this is where the, the yeah, high point is the above height. us. You get the height, but you also get this um, extraordinary thing of. Of the repetition of growth yep. through the through the sculpture, and then you get the the conversation with the Louvre windows yep. above, and yep. then and then the street outside. So you're yep. kind of looking at the world through the sculpture. Through it. Yeah. And then what's the other thing that I've done is I've introduced mirror, so you can see that um, the building is reflected in the sculpture. So it's like the sculpture is seeing the building. Where where are the mirrors, Beth? I can't These, see those. Well, that's the, that's yeah, the interesting that's thing the about thing. this. <laughs> it's both a very big thing in a space, but it's also some. It's also got that kind of immateriality to it. So you can see up here these mirrors. Can you see the walls reflected? Oh, I see them. Yeah. And then yes, yes, yes. And then you see obviously the beams. So, so the, the the pieces at the very top of of this yeah. outside edge here. These yeah. are these are actually mirrors. They're, they're, they're mirrors. Okay. They're two-way mirrors. Yeah. So you're you're kind of looking at the future and the past at the same time. You're looking through and you're looking. I'm always intrigued that. where you guys, uh, artists in general, <laughs> get, get all of this from. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm really very intrigued by this. I love yeah. the idea of you tramping around, you know, Scottish orchards and walled gardens and yeah. things too to get, uh, and then to bring it back and make it into this. I think for me, it's a stretch of the imagination. Yeah. But uh, I know that uh, you must have seen it in your, yes. in your head. Um, so is this typical of your work? Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm really interested in um, structures that you build in order to grow um, things. So I'm interested in, say, in hop gardens. I've made a big piece of hop around hop gardens in Kent, which is where I grew up. Um, so there's something pragmatic and practical about a structured 
that you that you build to grow something. But there's also something quite mystical. So a lot of the orchards that I visited, there was that sense of that these were ancient places and that people grow these orchards and make these structures because they need to survive. So mm. there's that link between growth and survival yeah. and also yeah. growth and shelter. So the other thing that you can see from this is that it creates a sense of um, a space that you're sheltered in underneath. Yeah. And it also, what's been very important to me is we've just come out of COVID. A lot of people have been trapped indoors and this is, I purposefully made this very open space so that things can happen here. So artists can come um, and do things here. There's going to be performances. People are doing yoga. Um, we've got um, music happening here, film screenings. So it's both a sculpture and a place. And a place. That's fantastic. And uh, is it your intention then, and I'm hoping and imagining it might be your intention to move this to another location, or is this really site-specific? Um, I it definitely could move to another location or as quite often happens in my work I um, upcycle it into another work so that's that's something I like to do in the year of cop 26 in Scotland that's a very very apt phrase to end on so Bradley thank you so much thank you Thank you so much for listening to the Edinburgh Report. Listen out for more episodes coming soon and make sure you don't miss any by hitting the subscribe button now. This is one of the platforms where we can help advertise your business to our listeners. Would you like to know more about that? Then email editor at theedinburghreporter.co.uk. And remember, you can subscribe to have our monthly newspaper delivered to you direct. Sign up today on our website www.theedinburghreporter.co.uk Thank you.